I'm Mike. I'm Italian, but if you think that defines me, you can forget about it. And I'm Justin. And I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to have a relationship that'll just keep on going on and on for years and years. And we're going to keep on texting each other drunk every every six months and going, what are we doing with ourselves? Why am I doing this? Who is this person to me? I don't know you. And I did not come here to make friends. And this is Shit My, my girlfriend, girlfriend Makes Me Watch. And we welcome you back to episode three of your new favorite podcast, Shit My Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. My name is Mike Coscarelli. And I'm Mike Coscarelli. <laughs> Thanks no. for tuning in. <laughs> You're Justin Perez. You're Justin Perez. No, okay, so because we actually did get feedback from this. Somebody said, uh, I can't tell, tell who is who. I can't tell the voice between I who's who. Look, uh, hold on, Justin. I'm Mike Coscarelli. No, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm, this is Mike Coscarelli speaking. Can you identify the voice? Mike Coscarelli, Mike Coscarelli, Mike Coscarelli. Justin, do the same thing I just did. Justin, do the same thing I just did. I'm Mike Coscarelli, Mike Coscarelli, Mike Coscarelli, Mike Coscarelli. I'm Mike Coscarelli. <laughs> How's that? I'm Justin Perez. How are you guys? Thank you guys for tuning in tonight, today, this morning. And we say to you, Salam, <laughs> which is Farsi for hello. Oh, boy, do we have an episode. Salam, salam. We do. All right. So basically, to, to catch you guys up, uh, last episode, we, we kind of did a recap of uh, three of the shows that are kind of like uh, big on TV right now in uh, the classic demo that we're trying to reach. <laughs> Which is nobody that we know. <laughs> Females from age 20 to 50, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's everyone we don't speak to basically apparently. but uh, so last week we did some kardashians we did some very cavalry we did the bachelor in paradise but here's the thing in talking about all of those things we got a lot off of our chest and we got a lot of a lot of opinions out and we kind of um figured out um the mike, basics of what was going on in that show right yeah, covered it yeah and i think that if you heard mike's views on the kardashians i think you've you would have walked away saying Mike hates Persians, <laughs> but boy, have the tables turned for you. <laughs> well, so we found Lex this weekend um, made me watch Shaws of Sunset, which I was extremely skeptical about at first. Bunch of nobodies you've never heard of. Yeah, I was just like, this is this this is just gonna be crazy. This is just gonna be like you know, uh, fucking. Uh, Vanderpump Rules in the Desert. <laughs> it's on E, which is already like a bad sign. No, like, Shaw's is a Bravo show. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaw's is wow. one of the... And it's crazy because uh, it's weird. Going back to the Kardashians, Andy Cohen does all of the, the reunions with them and yes, everything, but yes. it is a... Um, it is a uh, Ryan Seacrest production. Yeah. Just like the Kardashian show, which is produced better, if you ask me, but still... Because uh, I... As much as I don't like the Kardashians and don't like their show and everything, I think it's probably produced the best out of all of them. It's kind I would of hope like so, the, yeah. It is, right? Yeah, like, I, there's an absurd amount of money involved uh, on, on each end, so it, it, right. it's like being surprised that like the NFL can produce like right, NFL exactly. films. You're like, it's actually pretty well produced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the right. sound quality is quite good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Mike. Oh, they, they have... got they got Alec Baldwin to do the voiceover? <laughs> yeah, they got nothing but money. <laughs> it's a good point. So uh, Lex made me watch Shaws of Sunset over the weekend while we were like folding laundry and doing stuff. And like I said, skeptical at first. And uh, I love Shaws of Sunset now. After watching, I've literally only watched, I watched the first three episodes of, uh, which is the, as of right now, the, th the fourth episode uh, may be out by the time this podcast comes out. But 
I'm all caught up with the first three from this season, which I thought were all just fucking enthralling. And I don't mean that ironically. I really think that they're awesome. The police are like right outside my apartment, <laughs> so you can probably hear the sirens. Yeah, I live yeah, in Queens, so yeah, the straight police is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, wee, boys? Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so I, I sat Justin down, who was utterly unprepared. I when he was unprepared. I biked seven miles on my bike uh, to get here. I came here sweaty. I, you, Mike. This is an absurdly cold apartment you keep. It's about yeah. 51 degrees at all times. Absolutely, because I've gained a considerable amount of weight. <laughs> yeah, you're just sweating thinking. <laughs> Most uh, of the summer. But this show, I sat Justin down. We, we watched, watched the all first three episodes. Ep- yeah, so Justin's got a, a, a grip on it too. And what's your opinion of the show here, Justin? Um, it's nice when people play at the height of their intelligence. Yeah. it's, it's it, That's the best thing I can say about it. I, there's a couple of wild cards, but basically you're having everyone who's pretty smart and they're seeing through people very quickly and yeah. getting past uh, snags that would derail an entire episode of Kardashians or an entire episode of uh, very Cavallari. Yeah. It would derail the episode. It would be like a three-episode three arc. Of just stupid nothing. Yeah, just yeah. like this person didn't text me back. This is going to go on for two episodes somehow. Right. And this it, show, it literally is like, me and text me back. That's weird. I got a fart. You know, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like very normal reactions to things, but it's like refreshing. And the thing is, it's like these shows, um, there's a lot, really a lot to talk about with the Shaws of Sunset. But I think this show in particular, the thing that really does set it apart, like you said, I think that the cast uh, wears their intelligence on their sleeve a little more. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're allowing themselves to be portrayed as stupid yeah and even when there is like drama and there's actual like conflict and stuff happening the conflict is presented to you in a way where it's sort of like you can kind of see both people's sides and nobody's really out of line like the the one that we'll talk about that i that i think is the perfect example is um when uh oh god i I don't want to do this out of context at all but they're they're there those conflicts are there and you can sort of see everybody's side and nobody is like drastically like just just dumb about their point of view where yeah. you're just sort of like what what is what is that why well, you'll is see happening? what happens is a producer will push one person into your corner right and they have to justify it. it's sort of like pardon the interruption sure where, like yeah, someone yeah. has to take one side that they're not 100 percent on and they got to argue, you know, I think that concussions, sh- you should get extra points for giving a concussion or something. Sure, right, right. Like some crazy point like <laughs> right, that. Right. Just for the sake of the of how fun it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and it's a hard, impossible thing. And in this show, there's not impossible corners that they get backed into. Right. These are actual people right. who actually... Bl- see, I, they seem to... I think these are... These are actual people or these are the world's greatest actors. Yes, right, exactly. These might be the seven greatest actors in the world. And right. they're... All hiding Persian. on this show. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're and, well, Persian and yeah. Here's the other thing that I think really drives the drama very well too. They're not necessarily a family. Like no, the Kardashians not. are a family and everything, but the dynamic is such that they act like they're a very tight knit family. And yes. you see kind of when they do their their parties and their celebrations, they go on vacation, they all go together and it is like a real family dynamic as opposed to like a housewives where they're all just like Yenta's meeting in a room just squawking about yeah, God yeah. knows what. And I think the other reason that that's important, and we mentioned it, uh, and this is going to be offensive to 
probably most of the people listening to the show, but I think the reason that they're so fun and interesting and have such personalities <laughs> oh, is going with this. because because they're not white. Yeah, baby. And white, white people are the worst. <laughs> white people. White you people guys suck. have to be funny. Oh God, uh, is it bad? It's brutal to be. That's why Jersey Shore is great because even though they're like technically white, they're Italian. Yeah. That's why this show is great because they're they're um they're Persian. So I guess the, are Persians considered Arabs? Uh, by the U.S. government. Okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're Arabs, but they're there's a culture that that perpetuates like they're speaking in Farsi here and there. Yeah, Maybe yeah. not like completely. Some of them are, are, are Persian Jews, right? Uh, and some of them are Muslim. Uh, they're all just I I'm I'm in love with each person. I think they're all pretty funny. Um, and I will say, I I think we should get into the first few episodes here. Can we introduce our favorite cast member of all time? Oh, we should run through the cast real quickly in case you haven't really yeah. caught up with Shaw's. It's it's fucking totally worth it. Even if you're some for some reason a straight man finally coming to the show. Welcome, brother. Welcome. You're <laughs> yep. gonna love Shaw's. It's awesome. Yes, King. Yes, King. Yes, yes King. King. Yes, King. What's up, boys? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the star of the show and the star of the universe, as far as I'm concerned, in this Bravo universe, is the Rizza. The Jizza. The old, old dirty, dirty bastard. bastard. Wake on the chef. Inspect the deck. You god. <laughs> Ghost face killer and <laughs> No, the Rizza. Reza. Reza is the coolest. Z A Reza. Reza Reza is a is a big fat gay man. Big fat Persian gay man who at one time for I guess five seasons of the show had an incredible mustache. An incredible mustache. It covered his Thick. entire lip. It looked like it, it was like if somebody's foot was covered in hair and it was on his face <laughs> covering his mouth. It looked like a like like do you, do you ever see those old Disney cartoons that are racist up yeah. until like 1947 yeah, and you're yeah. like ooh. Yeah. Like that's their version of like a Persian man. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It, and it seemed like he was purposefully like shoving it in people's face like, "Yes, yeah. I'm Persian <laughs> and I'm gay." <laughs> like he really shoved it in people's face and I fucking loved it. Yes. And uh he's he's great. Uh I just have I wrote on the back of Mike's like bank statements from PNC Bank. There's uh, nothing in there, so don't it's get literally any ideas. moths. <laughs> he was sent a <laughs> box of moths and uh and I wrote down on the left side just his outfit Fits. Uh, let's oh, see. they're crazy. Uh, he, at one point, he he wore a pink suit jacket uh, with. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He wore a black and white pinstripe suit. Yes. With a uh, pink floral plaid. Yeah. And then a pink tie. Yep. Like three different types of clashing. Yep. And it's the type of clashing that's so brave and brazen that you're like. I think you're paving a new path for men. Yeah, you're. It, he's dressed so horribly. You're almost like, I think he's stylish. Yeah, yeah. It's so cold. It's hot. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. It's come back on the other side of the scale. It is incredible. Uh, at one point, he shows up to a party in the second episode. He has like a Versace purplish studded jacket. Oh, that's the worst. It looks like stitches, like like stitches like, on Frankenstein. It's like gay Fonzie, pretty much. Gay Fonzie, yeah, yeah. Donzie. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Gay instead of gay instead of a gay, gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he hits like the jukebox and condoms yeah. pop out. <laughs> gay. Uh, at one point, uh, he's also wearing a dark gray uh, suit jacket. When you're like, all right, it's respectable. Mm-hmm. And then he has a uh, oh, this is the blue uh, stripes, the 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 dark navy blue stripes going the uh, vertical stripes going down. And then he has a tennis ball colored highlighter tie yep. just like bright 
green tie and it looks yeah incredible which is what you would wear biking home from my apartment at 10 <laughs> i am wearing that tonight. wrap it around your shoulders so yeah, yeah. Hits i would wear car. his tie to like be more visible to exactly. the man who hit me drunk tonight yeah horrible horrible <laughs> dresser but truly very seems very smart and on top of that just fucking entertaining yeah he is like he you know we we talked about um uh I think we mentioned Jax as the straw that stirs the drink yeah, in yeah. the first episode of Vanderpump Rules. I think, in my opinion, Riza is the guy who very clearly, like, he's not a shit starter. Did you say very clearly? Very clearly. I was like, come on, Mike, you're better than that. <laughs> Take shots at the guy. <laughs> he, he very clearly is, like, he's the engine in a yeah. lot of cases. He he seems to be the one that, like, plans a lot of things. He he plans things. He's sweet. At one point, he takes people out. Uh, and bear. Okay, so the first episode, they're in Bear Mountain. They decide to go to no, Bear Mountain. Bear. Big Bear. Yeah, yeah. What's Big, Bear Mountain? That, that's where I go on the weekends, boys. <laughs> I go to Bear Mountain. It's a little bar in Hell's Kitchen. It's right next to Otter Bay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny because I'm a bear. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so they go to Big Bear Mountain in California. Yeah. Uh, they go skiing. It's uh, around Valentine's Day. Yeah. And they go skiing with a bunch of people. It's MJ, Tommy, Reza, Chevron's. Sammy, Nima. Oh, Chevron. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mike, Mona. It's a whole cast of characters, and it's all planned by our friend Reza, mm-hmm. who is very sweet. Uh, and who, by the way, only planned this to get away from his boyfriend who keeps hounding him about ha- adopting children. Yeah, so he goes, <laughs> I got, I'm going on vacation. I can't talk about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> he literally says that, and they all pile in to a... G-Wagon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and at one point, I, I noticed this... With Mike, there was a glass of rosé they were having, and they got a bottle of rosé. And I noticed that the 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 bottle came in has a rose at the bottom, and that's mm-hmm. like a Coach Theron type of rosé that I've had before. It's eighteen dollars. Yeah, these people, are regular people like me and you, they are regular people. They just want to get fucked up in their custom made. Yeah, G-wagon. they're going to Trader Joe's wine shop and stocking yeah. up and. But here's the thing. So this is something that's that's been brought up, uh, and it's a huge difference between like the Kardashians and and uh, some of these other shows. But like um, Southern Charm, this is a good example too, where I brought it up to Lex, where I'd be like, these people have so much money. Like this is old money. Yeah. Like why is Shep driving a Buick? Why is why is Tom Ravenel driving a, a Rav Four? Yeah. Like an old like a 2010 Rav. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you brought up a good point. You know, there there are people who are like wealthy, and frugality is sort of a way that you stay wealthy. Yeah. And uh, you'd think that the the thing that gets the TV cameras there in the first place is the fact that they can kind of like live a lavish lifestyle in yeah. that way. But I get the vibe that they're, the Shahs are very um, particular about what they're spending their money on. Yes. And when it comes to the fact that like they're just trying to get fucked up, I mean, like you saw Gigi's just drinking Tito's which is like fairly cheap vodka. It's not the cheapest. No, but it's, it, like, but it's still. But it's not I, like I also Grey think, Goose. So they've mentioned Tito's in all three episodes. So yeah. I, I think it's actual sponsorship at this point. Maybe, and that very well could be what it is. I, it is. Okay. <laughs> There's no way they'd mention it three times in three episodes without it being a sponsorship. Okay. I, I mean, they are raging alcoholics, but like right. functional alcoholics. But there's no way. I don't know. But uh, at one point, one of them is driving a Lincoln, like a Lincoln Navigator truck, and you're like, uh, that's yeah. A, I know people with that. It's not a crazy car. It's not right. like a, 
and you know, as you said too, a Tesla. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the thing that you mentioned also was that they, uh, the the place they stay is stay at a Big Bear is nice, but it's not like it's Kardashian nice because nice, if you know you know that the Kardashians went to Big Bear, they're like renting the mountain for the day, <laughs> like not just like a like a house up at Big Bear. We're staying at the Marble Palace this weekend. <laughs> yeah, right. It was, uh, <laughs> Designed last year somehow by Frank uh, Lloyd Wright. Yeah, I don't know right. how he did it, but he did. He was reanimated and made and commissioned right. to do this. Whereas this is like nice for like if me, you, Lex, Taz, some other people went away for a weekend and like found an Airbnb. We'd be like, this is pretty nice actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not like nice of like this is rich person nice. Like a rich person would scoff. Right. Like at one point there was just like a small room that had like a like a full size bed and they were stoked. Yeah. Like Gigi was like, "Oh, this is my bed." Yeah, she was actually <laughs> rubbing the pillows on her vagina. Yeah, yeah, and so it was she like, could save, "Dude, so she could like mark her territory." Yeah, I was like, "This is smaller than my. <laughs> this is smaller than my room. <laughs> this is an insulting size, exactly, for a rich person." But they are very. I for maybe like a lower rich person, they're they're like very down to earth. Right. I, I was very surprised by that. Um, here's another. Here's a theory that I, I think is great. Okay. Um, so I like them. Because they, because of because of their Persianness, they can't really hide how truly hairy they are. Oh, okay. That each member, male and female, at one point was a hairy, hairy person. <laughs> and I say this as a person who had back hair, and like you know, since I was like sixteen. Yeah, I know hair. Mm-hmm. I I've grown up with hair. I've smelt hair. I've burnt it. I've neared it. I've shaved it. I've waxed it. I've bled it. I've burnt it again <laughs> i've i've removed hair in every single possible way in every form and even with all their money you can sort of see that you yeah. know what i mean you can see like a fight raging raging with the hair some people have <laughs> given up on the hair some people have have won against the hair but you know it right. was there right and uh so, so let's go through the people here we have a uh, Gigi who is a uh an angry hot woman She's beautiful and angry. She is like what uh, she all those old pirate songs about devil women. <laughs> Gigi is <laughs> the influence songs. or a woman like Gigi. Yeah. Basically a woman that could just, you know, there's a line you pirate songs. spit you the fuck out. Yeah. Like and as soon as I saw her, I was like, she's going to be smoking outside. Just exactly. furious at someone. Yeah, yeah. Just and get chain smoking cigarettes, throwing them on the ground, picking another one out. Long drags. Yeah. Painful. Yeah pain in her eyes like sitting uh with her arms uh, her her like arms crossed smoking yeah. just furious sitting yeah. down yeah with, with her knees touching yeah uh, so that's her she's a great character uh, she's very funny uh then we have mj uh she's a little bit bigger she's very sweet she's very funny uh yeah she's very just, funny actually she's very funny yeah she's she's very i think every person on the show is very funny but she's very funny yeah uh, she's getting married to a, a man named Tommy, who is the best, by the way. I wish there was more Tommy in this show. Tommy I, just looks like a a contractor, yeah, <laughs> like a a plumber, uh, a civil servant. He's just like a like a chubby dude, and he's New York to the core. Yeah, this Tommy, guy is like Bensonhurst's Tommy, yo, greatest boy. He oh went boy. to James Madison High School. This guy, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy's driving through Bay Ridge, yeah, fucking bumping Hot ninety seven. <laughs> Wearing dirty construction boots. Yeah, yeah. He is New York. 
He, and I love it. He definitely goes to Jersey for clubs. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, sometimes he'll, he'll and catch he a movie. And he wears the oversized shirt. He yeah. wears that oversized button-down shirt that doesn't fit him because yeah. he doesn't know, actually know how to dress. But he's likable. He's like the guy that you pull up at the bar with. Yeah. He, he'll hang with you. He'll, he'll, he's probably – he can tell a good story. He's so Brooklyn. He, he would drive to Jersey to Menlo Park to see a movie. Yeah, right. That's, <laughs> a, that's how Brooklyn he is. That's he would like, drive yeah. to Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's sort of a backwards thing, you would think. But no, no. It, it that's sense. how Brooklyn you yeah, are. Yeah. Is, yeah, the crowds are too much. <laughs> I like it out here in the suburbs. <laughs> I'm not going to Sheep's Head Bay with the regular people. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, so they're getting married. He kind of looks like the comedian Ray Kump. Yes. A, a local New York comedian, Ray Kump. Many of you will not know him, but Ray Kump uh, is, uh, he looks exactly like the penguin from Batman. <laughs> so imagine a young, tall penguin and, and you have Tommy. Oh, listen to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, who else? Uh, we talked about Reza. We didn't do Mike yet. Oh, Mike. Mike, oh, who is the heartthrob of the show? Is Mike related to anyone? I don't think any of these. I don't think any of these people are related to each other. They're just very tight. Yeah. Um, and Mike is the guy who, like I said, that Reza kind of like stirs the drink. I think yeah. is like the engine in a lot of ways. Mike seems to be the one who kind of. Um, I don't want to say if I say that Reza drives the show, Mike is where the storylines are kind of centralized. Yeah. They're like around him because he is just like a very vain, narcissistic kind of like. Um, but he seems to be aware head. of it a little bit. He was well, 35. <laughs> and I think well, that, <laughs> at and 35, I, you kind of have to start being aware of your yeah, faults. Like, and that's what I'm saying. I think it's at a he's point. He's divorced now. Yeah. He went through a party phase. He, he at one point they go. Yeah, I used to have my bachelor place, and then they just show this crazy house with like a spiral staircase. Yeah, and they just show clips of him getting like danced on yeah, by like random women, yeah, and they're just pouring drinks into his <laughs> mouth. And yeah, but here, all right, so just just apply uh, apply a little context to this. Um, so, like, if you look at Vanderpump, they're all sort of like, um, I guess these guys are all in the same age group. Like, I think Jax was thirty when Vanderpump was first on the air. If he wasn't thirty, he was like twenty. Eight, 29 like uh -huh. he's in his 30s <laughs> yep. now and he's still a maniac like there's mike we have we we've talked about mike doesn't seem like a crazy person mike seems like a little bit of, he's got a bit of an ego he you know um he parties a little bit parties a little bit yeah he's kind of like you you said that he could kind of like fit in on the jersey shore a little bit oh yeah he's, he's like the lost kind of member yeah he's sort of like the lost beetle like he, he belongs in the jersey shore he's right. not from jersey right but he has the slicked hair he probably has an affliction shirt somewhere yeah, definitely yeah there was a, there was an affliction he punched the uh, wall in yeah, anger yeah. with, with yeah. a fight with his girlfriend something yeah he's done all these things so you belong in the jersey shore but you're a california boy and here's the thing with mike uh he's gotten to to a point where basically um, he's 35 and he is it looks I don't know what Mike does for a living but it looks like he's a success like it by all accounts most of his life seems like it's gone pretty well he's got money he's well dressed he looks he, he looks like he smells clean does that make sense he looks like he smells clean he looks like he, like looks he smells clean. he looks clean yeah right yeah he looks clean so he, and this is this is the point that I was gonna make the reason why I think that the people on Vanderpump are still such messes mm -hmm. is because their lives are st their lives are still completely insane. It's arrested. They still all work at restaurants. Like they're still all like bartenders and waitresses. But I, I and don't. The Shaws of Sunset are like like successful business owners and like. But you, but you don't even know what they do. 
but I know that there are successes. <laughs> what would you do if he was like, I'm just a really good waiter? I, yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> and I'd be th- thrown off like, I'd be thrown off insanely. Yeah. But I know that like. I work th- at Nubo. <laughs> put it this way. We haven't seen a shot of them yet, you know, working, working at the bar. The way we haven't seen them Vanderpump, working at all. Yeah, right. We haven't seen them working at <laughs> all. That's episodes true. And not a single second of work. Yeah. I have a feeling that RZA is like, uh, I keep saying RZA, like the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have a feeling that Reza is, is like from uh, Strong Island. Well, that, but I think he's also like uh, I have a I have an idea. I have um I placed him as like a um not like a party planner, but like a uh, that he should protect his fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> if not, feeling mad, hostile, wearing out, apostle, <laughs> blowing like Christ when I speaks the, the gospel. gospel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I, I place him as like um He's like a designer, uh, like I, like okay. an interior designer, like that kind of job. Yeah, um, Mike, who the hell knows? But well, he's a little bit grimy. He's probably in the gravel pit. Yeah, maybe. Wu Tang. Is that another Wu Tang <laughs> reference? That one I didn't know. <laughs> uh, as we go. <laughs> uh, so then, we, so we got Mike, and then we got um, we got uh, who's the last female? The uh, one who doesn't, who's like in between Gigi and Mercedes in terms of looks. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Destiny. Destiny. And she spells her name funny. Yes. Which is a, a thing. I I don't know if this is just like real life and I just don't know how people's names are spelled or if this is a reality show thing. But she spells her name funny also. It's not spelled traditional. It's right. like a T-A-I-N-Y at the end. Right, right. Destiny She's, or something. But she honestly, through the first three episodes of this uh, pretty cool. season, pretty cool also. Yeah. No complaints so far, honestly. Every, my Gigi is the closest thing to unstable as you I think we've seen so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's, but she's in a way unstable. that is like that is like endearing, you know? She's just Gigi is the person that you go out with and she gets drunk and then she just gets angry yeah. and she throws something. She's always she's one of the the drunks who throws something and you're like, yeah. God damn it, what is wrong with you? Through three episodes, already a lot of broken glass. Yeah. Uh a lot of uh fuck you cunt. Yeah. A lot of that. Yeah. And uh a lot, of, a lot of cigarettes, a lot of palm malls yeah, being smoked or whatever the hell she's smoking. So so basically we, we start up in Big Bear with all these guys and this is like the crew that's hanging out. But the thing that we learn is that Mike had gone on a date with this girl. Uh, Mona. Mona, yeah. She went on at who is Flawless. Mona is <laughs> one of the most gorgeous women I think I've ever seen in my life. How would you compare to your girlfriend? Not as hot. Because she's going to listen to this. Okay, so we edited out his actual answer. And what you're hearing right now is the thing Mike added in just for our viewers. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I wanted to see <laughs> I wanted to see your face, Jesus Christ. And I, I don't think it disappointed. His face was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're doing this to me? You get me in trouble? Uh, yeah, she's an attractive woman. Mona, she's very attractive. Mona is, yeah. Mona you is, won't believe it, but a woman on a reality show is very attractive. Oh, God, yeah. But... Um, so, but here's the deal. So, so Mike goes out with Mona, like two dates, and then invites Mona and her brother Nima to go with them to this the ski resort for the weekend. Right, and none of the rest of them have met either of these two. So basically, we're in this situation now where 
Mike just stupidly is just like, <laughs> I really want to fuck this woman. <laughs> so she's so hot. So yeah, bring your brother. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know your brother. They seem he seems cool. Whatever. Fine. Bring yeah, him. I, I I can't imagine a brother physically being there is going to be an issue with us eventually hooking up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> you must not understand how brothers work. <laughs> right. So uh, so they these two show up at the lodge and they pull up an Alexis. They pull up an Alexis, which we'll come back later. We'll come back to that later. But they pull up an Alexis, they get out of the car. They're acting kind of weird because they're very close. They're very close, yeah. Everybody's like, what are these? Are these two like brother and sister? What's going on? Yeah, it's brother and sister by way of Angelina Jolie and her creepy brother. Yeah, it, it, it's not ideal. Yeah. Um, but then they get there and uh, Mike and Mona kind of walk away and, and Gigi kind of like leaves the room. Or, or, but Nima has already seen enough Gigi to realize that's what he wants off the menu. Yeah. And he starts risen. He starts talking literally within minutes, or at least that's how the edit makes it look <laughs> is that the, that, uh, Nima is, yeah, Nima's already talking to Riza. Help me land this. Even though Nima has a girlfriend who he's been dating for a year and a half. He, he has Erica who, who according to his words, uh, I live with. Yep. She runs three of my companies. Yep. And I can't trust these psychopaths. <laughs> They'll tell her everything. And uh, another detail that we're leaving out with that relationship is that he, Nima, had been married. Uh, he got divorced, and he was friends with this girl Erica before they got divorced. So he had been friends with her, and then through his divorce, through his she divorce, was comforting like, him, comforting him for like six or seven months, and, and then, then they started dating. That's right. And so, now they've been dating for about a year and a half since his divorce. With y- yes, and this is the person that he's with, who he. Almost immediately, just decides he doesn't his watch first, anymore. His first hour away, essentially, like like within five hours of being away from Erica, who also is a smoke show. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. In a different way, because as we mentioned, <laughs> Gigi is like a uh, hot in a terrifying way. This girl Gigi is, is like, hot like a, a woman from the, a White Snake video. Yeah, but with, from like an '80s hair metal video with like like a bunch of knives in her hand. Yes, that she's yes. just gonna stab you with at any moment and scream at you. She's gonna kill you and your mother. And she would everybody. drink your blood. She, like yeah. that's the type of that's the way that she's portrayed in the show. She would right. drink your blood. And so now Erica, and conversely, is <laughs> this like beautiful, small, like beautiful petite woman? Yeah, wearing J Crew, walking the dog. Yeah, but like very delicate looking, like not a blemish on her face. Yeah, porcelain skin. She like, looks like a Neutrogena ad. Right. Very and seems very soft spoken. Seems like she only agreed to do this show for, you know, th- realizing that she'd barely be on it. Maybe for some B-roll and then just go back to running the three businesses that her boyfriend <laughs> gave her. How do you run three businesses? That's absurd. I, I don't believe that. I Who the fuck knows? <laughs> three businesses? Yeah. Who the fuck has three businesses? It's just insane. So they go skiing, okay. which is obviously what they're going to do at Big Bear. Uh-huh. Uh, they go skiing. They go snowboarding. Everybody's kind of like gelling a little bit and they're bonding. Um, and then they go back to the lodge so they can eat... Uh, Chicken fingers. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, they start to order drinks. They order like a, a, a ton of food, a ton of sauces. At one point, Gigi goes, bring us a ton of sauces because we're Persian. We love sauces, <laughs> which, which is, is like not a stereotype yeah. that anyone has ever known. <laughs> the, the, I think the waitress most, is just like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, most cultures love sauces. Yeah. It, I think every culture has like the sauce that they're into and they all love sauces. Yeah, it made no sense. But still, one of, the, one of the weirdest things I'd heard. But great. Um, Good times. Yeah. They eat a shit ton. And at one point, uh, 
the boy, uh, the boy, uh, Nima? Nima is like, they're just swapping spit. They're yeah. like eating with their fingers, sucking their fingers. Mike is dipping into this sauce. Gigi's dipping into this sauce. They're double dipping. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> yeah, it was like, well, you've never had like a true friend. Then. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> I've like shared a toilet with somebody, you know, the same toilet at the, oh, at the my same God. time. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so basically at this, uh, this dinner at the lodge, Reza announces that he has set up a um, uh, an evening for Mike and Mona to kind of go on a date. Mm-hmm. And he also, for whatever reason, a producer told him, uh, <laughs> sent is sending Gigi along with, uh, uh, what's his name? Gigi, with Nima. 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 Nima sending yeah. Gigi along with Nima to go on this like proxy double date. While he is going to just go back to the house with the other two women and just like hang out with MJ and uh, Destiny. Right. And they're just going to chill and And drink and be sweet to each other. So then they go on this date and Nima is just all over Gigi, just all over her. Yes. Uh, Mentioning that he's got this girlfriend of a year and a half the entire time. Yeah. Mentioning, oh, wow, I got to apologize to my girlfriend. And um, Mike and Mona. Start talking. And they don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, they start talking. Mona starts saying something about, you know, I, I want to have, if I have kids, I want to, I, I want them to summer in Europe. And then I don't want them to go to school. I didn't even want them to go to private school. I want them to be homeschooled. So then uh, uh, Mike is like, oh, so you're going to homeschool them? She's like, no, uh, I'm going to hire someone to homeschool them. Yeah. Full time. And then Mike starts pitting, you know, he starts adding things together and he goes, well, you must want a very, very, very wealthy man because that's not me. And he starts <laughs> yeah. s- sabotaging it in a way that's actually like smart. Yeah. Like that's I don't think you should be as blatantly mean about it. But I think that the older you get, especially I've done this, the older I've gotten, the more where I think someone's ideals are not lined up or mine. I will say this is not for me. Right. Whereas I think when I was younger, I, I would be like. Uh, this ideals. <laughs> this is for me. Ideally, you're beautiful. Yeah. We should stay together until I hate it, <laughs> and you hate it because we didn't think about this. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I think 35. We're both the same age. I think he literally is just figuring out, like, this is going nowhere. She's beautiful, but like, come on, right, right, exactly. But it, but it is surprising that he didn't try to like scum it up, especially because you're already you already have her at Big Bear. Yeah. So it's like if you're if she's there, you guys are staying in the same lodge. Clearly, your brother, her brother, doesn't give a fuck. She's, he he'd probably watch Mike fuck her in front of him. <laughs> They're weird. They have like a I, weird. I'm an only child, so I assume that's what happens. Yeah, and I mean, these do you people, do that with your sister? God, Sisters? No, I don't. No. Uh, mind you, one of them has a Down syndrome. So just one of them, <laughs> the one with Down syndrome. <laughs> um, do you think she smashed? I don't even. <laughs> I want to stick to shows of sunset. Well, in a way, I think she should. Like, I. I mean, obviously, she should be somebody with you know Down syndrome also, or like something less, or something more. So then Nima and <laughs> and Gigi, Nima but Nima's don't you think had she should experience Nima, something. Like Nima, that? Nima's had a bunch of drinks, and Nima <laughs> somehow gets Gigi out into the into the driveway. Of this big bear house, um, so this is happening. This? Is, is that what's going on? So this is happening, <laughs> and then 
What's going on is that Nima starts like inching closer to Gigi's face. Yes. And he starts saying, you know, let me take you out in Los Angeles. Like, why don't we hang out? I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. You know. And then uh, at one point he just tries to, he goes, I want to kiss your face right now. He goes, uh, you know, I'm going to kiss you right now. And Gigi does a, a drop to the floor. Yeah. Uh, to escape it. And uh, they don't kiss. They don't kiss. And that's the end of so that. So nothing really happens other yeah. than Nima is exposed as just not wanting to be with his girlfriend anymore, obviously. Yes. And I really don't know, just putting my psychologist hat on, <laughs> just from watching six minutes of this man before all this goes down, I just don't think that that dude wanted to be involved with that girl Erica anymore. Cause it, <laughs> it's just, is that what you think? Dude, I, I don't think that it's Gigi in particular, although Gigi is the, the type that just like lights a fire in you. And just yeah, goes she like, like ruins I want marriage. this right now. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um. I just think that like, the situation. Well, she's the opposite of Erica. Oh, a so like, percent, yeah. If you're a little tired of something like that and you want the opposite, this person is the physical embodiment of right. opposite. It's like trading in your like, your like, your station your wagon, Acura or yeah. something for your for a fucking like Maserati. Yeah. Something that's just gonna go zero to sixty in like five seconds. I don't know, cars. Is Acura the better one? Acura's like a. Oh, okay. <laughs> you fucking dick. Uh, okay, so uh, that's sort of shot down. Uh, and at one point, Riza sort of breaks down everything um, about this. Well, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, well, that's the Mike and Mona story. Yeah, yeah. So I'm Mike sorry. and Mona, basically, they're, they're back in the kitchen of the Big God, Bear I'm house. such an idiot. Riza so is there uh, with the Jizza, the Razor. <laughs> And uh, the old dirty bastard. The razor. <laughs> the Rizza. The Razor. Uh, so basically, uh, Mike, outwardly, he just decides that he's done with Mona. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because Mona, you know, maybe, maybe we didn't see some stuff behind the scenes, but Mona might have been like, I don't really like you either. Yeah, they're both done with each other. They both, both seem yeah, over it. They're just both not really into it. And uh, Mike tells her that he's friend zoning her because she's very beautiful and she's very cool. <laughs> he says to her face, the he goes, I, I, I'm going to put you in the friend zone right now and you're beautiful and you're very smart and you're very intelligent, but I just, I don't think we share ideals. We just don't share the same ideals. Which is like but a very, cool, <laughs> it's, it's a very harsh. Have you ever done that to someone? Have you ever just, just like, like said to them, I'm pitting you in the friend zone. No, of course not. What do you do? I either, I mean, I usually just stop talking to them, <laughs> but uh, there were times where I'm sure I, I had, I can't really think of anybody right now, but I'm sure there's, there's someone that times. you, I, I'm not going to name the person's name. There's somebody you slept with who you became friends with. Who? Oh, no, 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 not her. Oh, you guys aren't friends? No. But you were at one point, right? We had a... That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> I feel like this is a podcast where I just bring up things and Mike's like, anyway, uh, next topic, next topic. I, I'm not back here to, to talk to about that. Mona. I'm here to stay on policy right now. And I think next term, we're going to have some great things done in this country. We're going to bring social uh, health care for everyone. Excuse me, Senator. I want to ask about your wife because, listen, I, I'm not here to talk about that, okay? We're here to talk about the issues. But, Senator, does your Down syndrome sister ever want to have sex? Shouldn't sexuality be open to all types of people? I'm here to talk about taxes. <laughs> Tax the rich, you son of a bitch. Uh, where the hell were we? <laughs> Who even knows at this point? Oh yeah, Mike and Mona. So Reza Reza steps in and goes, uh, 
and, and just breaks down Mike's personality in a nutshell and just says that Mike is basically, um, you just, Justin just went and, all right, I have to, I have to stop this for a second. So, so, um, so, um, <laughs> how do I even explain it? So, um, two years ago for Christmas, my sister, Nicole, who is my sister that has Down syndrome, as I've mentioned several times at this point. Yeah. She gave me the most hilarious Christmas gift ever, which was a uh, she she custom made a pillow. Can we put a, a photo of the pillow? Yeah, on, we'll put the f- on Instagram. Yeah, we'll put it on Instagram. You can check out our uh, uh, shit. My girlfriend makes me watch Instagram, uh, where we be posting all all the time. Um, Nicole gave me this pillow that was great. It's a it's got a picture of us blown up on the pillow. And the, it's in my living room now on, on the couch. And it's like what we use on, in the living room. And Justin just walked over as I was breaking down the Mike and Mona situation and just grabbed it and just started like holding the, <laughs> p- the picture of me and my sister. <laughs> yeah, go on with whatever you were saying. Uh, so Rizza breaks down the Mike situation. And he says that Mike is the type of dude that is uh, basically if his ego isn't stroked within the first 12 minutes of meeting him, then he's like out. And that's the ideals that Mona didn't share with him. Those are the ideals. The fact that he didn't meet, she didn't immediately just start stroking this guy's ego, which I think I, I kind of get. But all of this really, none of this necessarily matters. All you need to know is that the two of them stopped dating. Yeah. And then Mike just immediately started dating some girl that he met at a gym <laughs> in like, in like within minutes. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, he, he, he dated this girl from the gym before. He broke it off with her to go with Mona, and then he's back with the gym girl. Yeah. Uh, and then they show, like, photos of gym girl and him sort of hanging out. At one point, they're on, like, Machu Picchu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had experiences together. <laughs> they, like, traveled together. That's, like, a, a, a six-hour hike to get to the top of yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And they've, like, traveled, and it just sort of, like, brushed off. Like, yeah, it wasn't working out, so I broke up with her. Now I'm back with her. She's 25. Yeah. She's got fake lips. She's This is all said by, her, you know, um, by MJ sort of pointing out Mike has a type, and, and Rizzo also is pointing out that he has a type of, right. you know, he, he's a chef. Like, my favorite thing about Rizzo, Jizza, the old dirty bastard, Rayquana chef, <laughs> you got it, Ghostface Killer, and Method. And the Man, method. <laughs> is that uh, Rizzo just breaks down exactly he sees through everyone he just is yeah he does he sees right through he goes mike's very shallow mike's likes little girls with big boot big tits and big asses and big lips and tramp stamps and he wants to always please his mom but the people he's attracted to will never please his mom right and so it's this fight mike has and uh mike is is a shallow person? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I mean, he 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 pretty much says it to his face. He's not like hiding anything. Right. He practices. My favorite thing is, uh, you can be mean if you're funny, and yeah. also, uh, if you're gonna say that, if would you say this to somebody's face? Right. That's and sort I of think, the yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. like most comics I know try to say like. Yeah, fuck, uh, fuck Ray Kump, and it's like, man, come on, be easy on Ray Kump, and he's like, no, I'd say it's a Ray Kump. Yeah, right. If he was here right now, I'd say, fuck you, Ray Kump. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> or, or whatever. Like that's sort of the, the mentality I try to say because I would say something dumb like that, right, and just own it. You have right. to own what you're gonna say. And that's the thing. Going back to this, these people as a whole, there does seem to be this thing where they they don't. Mike's got a bit of an ego, but they. It's funny because when he brings it up in the white people shows uh <laughs> when something like that happens the way the action goes is 
So like there's there's a sh- a scene where they're in the G wagon and they're going up and Mike literally says something where he's like I don't have an ego and literally everybody laughs in his face. Literally everybody yeah, goes yeah. goes get the fuck out of here, dude. You can't. They at one all point, laugh at him. It's uninterrupted, like twelve seconds of laughter by yeah. Reza, and they're just, just ah! yeah, they just can't believe that he said something a so spit insane. Take. It's right. a spit take. And then you go back and you watch a show like Vanderpump Rules, or you go like. Vanderpump is great. The Vanderpump, I think, is is amazing at this because so like again, this is like the difference between like an ethnic show and and like white people (laughs) shows is that they're they're real, so they just do it. You see it on like the Real Housewives of Atlanta and all these shows too. They're like it, which is mostly black. It happens like when they when something like crazy happens or someone says something like they get clowned on. Yeah, like they they get snapped on. That's what happens. On these other white people shows, it's all passive aggressive. Yeah. So like like Vanderpump is great because Jax will say something or someone who will, Tom, Tom Sandoval will say something that will be like completely just lacking in any self-awareness. Yeah. And instead of being called out on it, they just like go to a shot of Kristen Dowdy and her eyes just get big and like <laughs> like roll they like roll they're like oh okay cool. And then they go to like a testimonial where Kristen's like I can't believe Jax said that. It's like how do you think you don't have an ego? But like she didn't say it to him. Whereas, yeah, yeah. like, in the G-Wagon, the rest of these guys just blew up laughing because they thought it was so stupid. Can I just say, uh, it, here's an example. Uh, so when I go to Puerto Rico, my my uh, grandmother, who's, you know, 81 or whatever, and my great-grandmother, who's still alive, uh, my gra- my grandmother's 81, she's 91, she's 98. She had my, she's 98 or 97. Mm-hmm. She had my grandmother, she was, like, 16. Uh, when I go there, my grandmother will just constantly like assess people's weight to their face. Oh, dude. To their face. She she'll say to she'll say to my aunt, she goes, Oh, you looks like you've gained some weight, huh? Yeah. You're still eating away. Well, we're all having a good time just so and so are you. Dude, <laughs> she'll just I, say it to your face and it's funny. We all laugh. Yeah, and I'm right. sure my aunt's pissed about it. <laughs> you're right. But it's actually kind of funny because you're yeah. like, well, you know, I can tell her she's fat too. Dude, my grandma both of my grandmas were just crazy with shit. Like so I am Jewish and Italian. Well, my grandma Emma, who was my great mama mia, oy vey. <laughs> grandma Emma was was just filled of venom, and she was <laughs> she was a Jew from the Holocaust era. Yeah, uh, and she was um, she told she she told on the other Jews where they were, right? No, that was no. her thing. <laughs> uh, behind over there, <laughs> she actually. I think my great grandma uh, worked during the Great Depression, like like survived the Great Depression and like fed her family during the Great Depression. Uh, but basically, long story short, my gr- there was a year where um, that's a weird way to say she breastfed everyone. In the family. <laughs> <laughs> we were she, she was at our house for the holidays when, uh-huh. when we were doing Christmas, and she just happened to be there. And uh, my cousin David, who was like a little hefty at the time, yeah, uh, was like refusing to eat ravioli. And my aunt was freaking out. And my aunt was just like, "I don't know what to do. He's not eating. I don't know. I know something's got to be wrong. I don't know what to do." And my my great grandma goes. Debbie, I don't know what you're worried about. Doesn't look like he's ever missed a meal. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I remember that happened in the '90s, and that's I remember hilarious. I remember that exact line. But that's the thing: ethnic people. It, that's just how it is. You, Italians. The Shaws of Sunset. It's like my big fat Greek wedding. It could really be any culture. It could be my big fat Chinese. It's like wedding. first it generation, where there's a level of honesty that is not there yet, because. I think uh, the more Americanized you get, the more the further you away, the further you go away from an honesty. Whereas I think right. 
first generation families are like this. Like my friend, uh, comedian Al Patel, he's very honest and he, he's a first generation Indian American. And he says the same thing. He goes, my family just makes fun of each other. They call me fat. They call yeah. me this. They just, they just really rag on you. Yeah. Like whatever weakness you have, they'll attack in a very funny totally. manner. Yeah. And it, you're not even offended. You're just kind of like joining in on the fun on you and everyone else. Right. And the Shah is the other thing that's, that's very evident. And we sort of mentioned this at the beginning, uh, with the, uh, with the, the Kardashians and everything. These people are not like blood relatives. They're not a family, <laughs> not. but they have, like that family dynamic. Yeah. Like they're it's you could tell that they're like the fact that they're very close to each other is something that's very important to them. Yeah. And it like uh, the fact that they're doing a reality show, whatever, they're still like that that characteristic is like very clear. Yeah. And I think is like a backbone for why this show like kind of exists the way it does. Whereas you look at like the Kardashians who I again still <laughs> continue to hate. This is so absurd. But like, like I, the Kardashians to me don't seem like a family because they're like a real family. They feel like a fi- a family because it benefits them monetarily to be a family. Yeah. And that's the vibe that I've always gotten. Where it's like the family dynamic is not like look at last week we were talking about the stupid uh, the Christmas card thing where Kim yeah. was like basically ready to cut Courtney out of the fucking family photo because sure. Courtney couldn't fit into a window sure, yeah. or whatever. And it's just like the, the idea of family in the, in the Kardashian show is like secondary. If, if it even is secondary, if it's not like third, fourth, fifth down the line of their interests and what they care about, yeah. where it's like they're caring about social media fame, whatever it really does seem like the shows of sunset, even if it's portrayed in a television show, which is meant to be like a reality show, it does seem like they're like there's something genuine there that yeah. uh, is very endearing. If you've come, f- if you have any kind of ethnic background that kind of supports that type of um, upbringing, yeah, you know, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree with you completely. I, I have nothing intelligent or to add uh, to, or anything uh, okay. insightful. All right, well, let's go on episode two then. <laughs> uh, what are we missing? Are we forgetting anything? No, we we, we hit it all. It, at one point, uh, yeah, we hit it all. We, episode two, it starts with MJ and uh, Destiny. Destiny's trying to get back into the dating world. She's 37. She looks great. She, she also does. looks great. Yeah, she does look good. Everyone looks cool. Um, she goes over things that she wants. Um, she wants somebody... She can't date someone who's not circumcised, which uh, plus for me, (laughs) Uh, in a way, I'm Jewish. Uh, And so she MJ shares with her 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 old Tinder profile when she was dating MJ, which is just a picture of her big ass. (laughs) It's just I mean, it's just a picture of like barely like a piece of cloth covering her ass (laughs) and her ass completely out. It's awesome. It's great. I was like, that's pretty great. Good for you. And it was real quick with MJ, it's crazy because she is uh her she has a weird body. Because I she I mean she what is doesn't weird, really know? look <laughs> like she looks there are moments where like she looks kind of like that she's like stuffed into clothes, but at the same time She's just very voluptuous and she's actually I think that's not what it is, yeah. She's actually not out of shape or anything. She's That's what they're saying. If if that's true that she runs four miles a day and then we saw I the pictures that. of her in the bikini, she didn't have like a it's not like Snooky, like at her lowest, where she had like a giant gut and like whatever. She seems like she she's doesn't just really like, have a gut. She just yeah. has like Giant titties and a giant <laughs> ass. Yes, just enormous. And yes, it's she's almost just a vo- like she's a short, voluptuous woman, and like 
she's been blessed you know like yeah. that's her problem uh she also has a trainer in uh craig who is apparently thor yeah he looks, he like looks thor. exactly like thor yeah, yeah. and uh ragnarok yeah uh i and everything uh and craig is a gay man and uh his husband is there his husband's also a beautiful bearded man yeah um and then uh it's just it's very interesting here's an observation i had about nima who comes up in this thing because nima has to finally talk to erica Oh, yeah. About his relationship. Nima, I'm going to say this. Nima is like a uh, Persian Pete Campbell. You And you, when you said that, the alarms in my head just went off. It was so spot on. Yeah, yeah. Everything were, about him. Yeah. He's slippery. He's slippery. He's he seems slimy. like he's selling you something he at all times. He seems like he's selling you something at all times. He, he's, he's wearing faking. the same skinny suits. He doesn't have a lot of weight on him. Yeah. He's like a, he's like a little shrimpy, like slimy piece of the when you see him happy it's only because he's trying to match your happiness yeah and he's like this is what humans do exactly they're happy right here so i'll be happy in this moment even right. though i'm truly scheming right for my next move and uh p campbell's from madman in case uh <laughs> and he's like the pseudo villain in madman pseudo yeah he, he grows on you but he's just a slimy slippery little yeah. fuck at all times uh it's, it's very interesting. And that's what Nima is. Uh, Nima is like a, a Pete Campbell. And you just have to keep your eye on this guy. I, I'm constantly like, I actually don't trust the word he says. And the thing is, it's weird because like the through line with Nemo and uh, and Gigi, Gigi is kind of like, she. Uh, not to say that she's entertaining this, but Gigi's kind of like, she's being a little flirty, but she's also trying to, it seems like she's trying to keep distance because. She she did duck out of the way. Yeah. It would have been very of, easy. Yeah. She's single. Right. What does she care? She doesn't know this woman. Right. So she she's like she's not really entertaining it, but she's not really like snuffing it out. But the thing like Justin just said, she does nothing really to be guilty about. She's just, you know, been chosen by this person who chosen. Well, just in a way, because it's like he was tired of his relationship. Yeah. That's very clear. It's not strictly Gigi. It's the fact that he didn't want to do this anymore. And Gigi is the firecracker that he can put his hands on right now. Yeah, there's a great you know? scene where uh, Riza and and Nima and Jizza um, and, and <laughs> you God, Rayquan is chef, Ghostface <laughs> Kellyanne, the method, uh, are out to dinner. Uh, Reza and and Nima are out to dinner with Mike, and they're all sort of talking. And then Reza just starts shitting on Nima, just going like, "Oh, I don't know how to oh, yeah. tell my girlfriend I almost kissed somebody. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm so." tired i'm so scared of my emotions he literally just does that yeah he breaks like it down real nice 20 seconds in yeah. a very funny way and it got me thinking that a lot of my like gay guy friends like whenever i tell them my problems it's so trivial to them because they have such a great world of like just pure honesty yeah like i i didn't fully understand i, I used to have a gay roommate and i used to and a couple other of my friends who i'm still friends with uh we still talk i didn't realize how open like uh, scruff, uh, 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 I can't think. Uh, what's gay bumble? A uh, gay tender? Grand grinder. Grinder, grinder. Yeah, yeah. I'm on it. <laughs> oh, oh, good for you. I always thought that. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's so open. Like my friend would just be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this guy just wants to jerk off with me, so uh, I'm gonna do that. Or this guy just wants to wants me to blow him, but I don't want to blow him. Mm -hmm. But he, he doesn't want to blow me, so I'll do that. Right. And I'm like, you can just like. It's like a dollar menu. You can just choose the two or three things you want and tell that to the person. He's like, yeah. Yeah, what do you do? And I'm like, 
I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I go on a few dates and hope for the best, and then, you know, maybe if, you get blown. <laughs> I you know if after I'm done going down on her, you know, just <laughs> after an hour, you know, just who knows? You, yeah, it, it's it's like a, a different world. So, I think I've noticed that when I have complaints to my gay guy friends about anything in my dating life, they've just laughed and been like. <laughs> That's all you're, you're concerned about that It's nothing Who yeah. cares yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal Yeah Well it's weird though Because like he um, Throughout all of this he He's like nervous He's got this anxiety But like how am I going to tell My girlfriend Whatever But He doesn't Ever take his foot off the gas pedal With like his pursuit of Gigi No It's almost like He's already checked out of the relationship Oh yeah yeah He's, that's, he's done That's what Rizzo does They're FaceTiming Gigi They're like They're doing He's doing all of these things Where it's just like I Poor Erica man Like like I know that she's like Sort of in on the gag I guess Because <laughs> The gag that is her life Yeah she's the like She's agreed TV. to do this reality TV show cause, And she's only in it for like A very short snippet But um like she's gonna have the ability to look back on this and see and everything, just see what a piece of shit he was. And just like you should see the moment that he quit on her in the relationship. Yeah, and it, it was like a quick, I don't know, four hours of hanging out with a girl, and then it, he was like, he I'm threw out. it away in minutes. He a got year there and, and a half just thrown like, away yeah. for four hours of hanging out with somebody more famous than his girlfriend. Right, and with fake tits. Yeah, yeah, who is. Very hot. I'm not yeah. denying that, and seems like a, she'd be a fun ride right <laughs> into the ground. But uh, uh, when Rosa was making fun of her, going like, "Oh, I don't know what to do," I, he also was like, uh, "I don't know what to do." Oh, hey, Gigi, how are you? I love yeah, you. Yeah. You look, your hair looks beautiful. <laughs> oh, I don't know what to do, but I just really got to say, I really like cigarettes, and I like yeah, you, Gigi. Yeah. And he just kept on like going back and forth. Very funny stuff by yeah. Rosa. Just. Uh, just confident, just a confident man on TV. He's confident in his comedy. Yeah, just just funny. He's just a just funny, like, just like knows he's guy. funny. Yeah, just knows that he's like. Truthfully, he seems out of all of these shows that I've watched, he just seems like the person that I'd be most likely to. And I felt that about all of them. Truthfully, like all of their gatherings, like I'd go to that. I, if I was invited to that party, I'd go. Yeah, and it wouldn't be like a star fucking thing. It would just be like they seem fun. Like Riza seems fun. This all seems fun. No, know? it would be a star fucking thing for me. I would oh, try yeah. to get as many photos. I, I mean, with Gigi as yeah, possible. Yeah, look at us with Corinne. We try to get as much photos up and pit them up, baby. That's for the podcast. <laughs> We're friends with Corinne Fisher. <laughs> what do you want us to do? No, if I met Riz, I'd get like thirty photos out of it. I would just Riz have is a- Riz is Riz is great. Yeah, he really is. He is dope. He's he's gonna be. I think there's gonna be a lot of Riz memes on our shit. That makes my I mean, I, I'm in love with the guy. Watch he, he's, he's my he's my dude. He is cool, but basically, this all is that's boiling. our dream guest. If you're hearing if you're hearing us right now, I Rizzo, think we could get him. I wow, I really do. Wow. I really think we can get him. I have we have a uh, uh, Alyssa Heimrich who's going to be on the show in a couple weeks. Who's a producer at SiriusXM for Andy Cohen's channel is going to be on our show. Stop name dropping. Wow. Well, she's coming <laughs> up. Producer on SiriusXM. Well, next week we have Selena <laughs> Kopic. She's going to talk with us about Bachelor in Paradise, and then yeah. we've got. Uh, Alyssa's going to be on in two weeks. She just had Rizza and Mike on her wow. radio show. Wow. Yeah. She's not a host, but she's a producer. But I would fly to California to meet. To talk to like these dudes? Yeah. If we could, do you think we could do that? I mean, I'm willing to make the trip. I don't give a shit. Ah. <laughs> Imagine we made the trip and got canceled. <laughs> yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Everybody was just like, who? They, who wants to do an interview with who? <laughs> oh, oh, tell him we can't make it. Tell it. Uh, we're busy I don't know. Something tonight. came up. Uh, uh, my dad died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, but basically, anyway, to get back to the, because we got to wrap up here in a couple yeah, minutes. Yeah. Um, 
just the whole thing really comes to a head. There's uh, uh, at least with this Nima storyline, which is the most fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they show the breakup with him and Erica on camera, and it it's really does, awkward. They go to like really, it really is. I think Nima is like like TV they go to like ready. Laurel Canyon. Yeah, they go to Laurel Canyon, and they're walking the dog. She has like a Shih Tzu named Bella. Yeah, uh, and it's I don't think she sees it coming. I, she I don't think she does either. something's wrong, but yeah. she doesn't think it's this. They go on this hike and she's just like, they got the dog. And like, like, again, like, I think that her involvement in the show was literally like we said before, like he even mentions it. He's like, thank you so much for like, I love hanging out with you. You're just like so busy running the three businesses that I gave you. <laughs> and, and she, she just seems, she's like, oh yeah, I, 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 I great that we're going on a hike. This is cool. This will be fun. Quality time. I really do think that in her head, this is like. Yeah, whatever. It's a TV show. They're probably just they're gonna get B-roll of us like talking about yeah, yeah. Whatever. Just like we're walking just talk about your life. Right. Uh, we'll film you. There's right. Three, there's three cameras on you. And I'll try to say the like not much because he's on the show and I'm like whatever. yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna just ask like, him about his week in right. the, the mountains. And it really that is the vibe that I got because she seems like a very quiet girl and everything. Yeah. And I really woman, Mike, woman. Yeah, you're right, woman. You're right. Um, it does seem like. He was like he had like a little smirk on his face and he was doing it and like he was playing to the camera a little bit. Almost like the Ari breakup in The Bachelor. <laughs> would you, I don't think it was that brutal. If you have you seen it though? Have you yeah. seen Ari Bachelor? Oh, yeah, I've it's, seen it. it's pretty brutal. I, I would say it's not as brutal. Um which is bizarre because they were dating longer than Ari. Uh, by like <laughs> by like a year. By over a year. Yeah, so it's bizarre, but um he he sort of like hems and haws. Finally, Erica is just like, can you? She literally yeah, says, can get you to get point. to the point? Yeah. And then finally, he's like, well, I uh, I almost kissed somebody and uh, we both pulled away at the same time, which is not true. One literally dove out of the way. Yeah, right. With Gigi. <laughs> anyway, well, he got, tried to grab her head. <laughs> yes, yes. He was he was grabbing for the back of the head and Gigi yeah. literally just did like a, a stop, drop and roll away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's, so they break up. She she has a tear at the end. Yeah, and you could tell she even says stuff where she's like, "I'm boiling." Like she's trying to not look like an idiot on TV. Yeah, and try. She's really trying to not like this. Lives even in the perpetuity. stuff she's saying, she's like, "I don't." She's like, "I understand that like you feeling like you want to kiss somebody else and mistakes happen, but like how does that happen a year and a half? Like as long as we've been dating, like how does that happen now? Yeah, you know, she's literally she's tr- it's she's trying to be rational. She's trying to hold it all in. And she's trying to like have the moment with this guy, but the fucking cameras are right you there. You have three or four things going on. It you're getting, you're essentially getting broken up with. Even though he won't say the words because he's too much of a coward to right. do it. So you're essentially getting broken up with. You're finding out information that he almost kissed somebody, and yeah. by pure circumstance, it didn't happen. Out of nowhere, a year out of and nowhere, a half, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, this guy is just like, I almost kissed somebody, and you're just like, what? Uh, follow the timeline. So maybe like eight weeks before. Or, Three or four weeks before this, he goes, hey, weird thing happened. My sister met this guy who's on the, the Shaws, of Sun- yeah, right. Shaws of Sunset. So that's crazy, right? Flash forward two weeks later from that. Hey, crazy. Th- they're going away this weekend to film some stuff. I think I'm invited. Isn't that? Do you care? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell him I have a girlfriend and everything. You know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Then he goes. He, he goes away for three days, comes back. It was great. It was so much fun. Everyone's so fun. Everyone's so nice. Everyone's so cool. I felt like a movie star. They, I, I, I spent six hours shooting, seven hours shooting. It was really interesting. I got drunk. We did this. I love you, baby. They have sex. They go to sleep. 
flash forward a week or two later after that hey they want to film us just like walking in the canyon <laughs> and that's <laughs> and that's her fucking perspective literally you're do you know right. how fucking crazy that you're must so make you right. seem oh my god yeah you're right like really think about the entire journey of it, it's a little nugget oh that's weird yeah. oh that's weird oh yeah sure go ahead have fun Okay, cool. How was it? It was great. I love you. Let's have yeah. sex a lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> then, hey, just real quick, they just want to film us going up here for a little bit. Um, yeah, it's not okay. Is, is while, it, since while I got you up here, uh, uh, something weird happened. <laughs> I should probably tell you because the lighting is really good. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. I didn't even think of like the truly think about the, the breakdown of all of that. That's insane from her perspective. It, yeah. It's an insane. I mean, now granted, there may be something along the way that was like given to her producing or whatever. But I'm saying like. That's what I think happened. I, I really think that's the the order of, of how things happen. To her. That's crazy, and I think you're a hundred percent right. Um, and I don't. Know, I would love to see. So far, like I said, we're caught up. So I would like to see if she like comes back. <laughs> but I have a feeling she doesn't, dude. It just she doesn't, doesn't seem like she, she wants this life. Yeah, she, she didn't seem. Comfortable. She's not about this life. She right? wants to run the businesses. She wants to, you know. You can see as like a, a desperate sparkle in somebody's eye when they want this life. Yeah, like exactly. you saw it the first second with Nima. Yeah, of right. like he was really trying to impress people. He was yeah. like trying to win the account. He's trying to stick around with Schweppes. You know, yeah, he yeah, was real yeah, Pete yeah. Campbell. Yeah, glad handing, <laughs> patting people on the back <laughs> the for no Shrups reason. Account is great. That's a great reference. Yeah, just like it's just the guy really trying to win an account, and you're like, yeah. all right, buddy. Yeah, just be like Don Draper. Why do you have to be so fucking weird? Yeah, dude. Um, so basically, this whole thing ends. Um, MJ, there's this big party on Valentine's Day. It's it's not a rehearsal dinner, but it's like a but party. But they're going over the roles. They say, let's invite the man of the honor. Right. Uh, so she decides that Reza is going to be the, a, the dirty, old dirty bastard. Uh, <laughs> Ghost face <laughs> killer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Reza is going to be the... Um, the maid of honor, the man of honor. Yeah, cash rules everything around me. <laughs> Kareem, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. And then she gets, um, she gets uh, her two trainers and like her glam squad up, and they're gonna be like the rest of the bridal party. Yeah, the bridal party is Reza. people who do her hair and makeup, <laughs> and then the people who do hair and makeup <laughs> yeah. and her trainer and her trainer's husband. Exactly, and, and that's the bridal party, right? That and, she's decided. And MJ, who she's been friends with for however many years, 10, 15, yeah, whatever, uh, gets snubbed, and she's mad, uh-huh. so she has to leave and whatever. Then there's a confrontation between um, Reza and MJ because apparently Reza and um, not MJ uh, Reza and Gigi, Gigi because apparently Reza and MJ fucked like 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, when, when he was Reza still was trying to figure, <laughs> figure out, out if he was homosexual or not. <laughs> yeah. So when he was like 15 years old, he came out of the closet and he had sex with. MJ and decided I'm gay. <laughs> it's like this uh, as someone who's had sex with people and they've turned and they've literally like the next day been like, I'm a lesbian. Yeah, absolutely. I, I it was the last straw. It was like, <laughs> yeah. it was like, should I try this? I'll try it with her. Okay. That, yep. That's all I needed guy. to know. Yep. I, I am definitely I gay. I want to do this. Uh, so that's sort of hinted at. And then uh, as a joke, uh, they're just free. They're up on the stage. They're just free talking up there. They're just riffing. And at one point, uh, MJ just goes, hey, uh, Gigi, your ex-husband's uh, ex- other ex-wife other ex-wife is also <laughs> here today, <laughs> which is a pretty funny burn. <laughs> I guess. Uh, it's just like a random 
piece of information. It's just so weird. Like to publicly like announce happened to be there. And the crazy thing is, too, they show they take the camera and they show her, and the woman's face. She's like hiding her face because she doesn't even want to be. Basically, they do both embarrass both of these two women. Yes, and for no is, good reason. This is the fight that I was talking about, where you can sort of see everybody's anger. Where MJ's. MJ's mad because like she gets snubbed from the bridal party, so that makes her like mad. And on top of that, this Gigi is like a is mad. yeah. I'm sorry, Gigi is mad that she got snubbed from MJ's bridal party. And then um, so Gigi has to like leave and chain smoke cigarettes, and uh, then Reza finds her and is like, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but it was really funny. <laughs> it was really funny, <laughs> and and, and so you're you right. Can, I should have told you ahead of time that right. this woman was going to be here. And uh, and Gigi's angle is like I've wanted to speak to this woman for years. Yeah. We have so much to talk to because and this is how I meet her. Yeah, and this is how I meet her. And you sort of get the hint: her ex-husband was like a real monster. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whatever anger issues she has, hey, he looks. It, what was his name? Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> big fan of the name Shalom. Yeah. Not a big fan of the person Shalom. Uh, don't let the name ruin it. Uh, it don't let the person ruin it. Goodbye at the same time. And <laughs> it's the aloha of the Jewish he's language. He's getting divorced so much that he's saying, hello, goodbye, I'm leaving. Divorce me. <laughs> aloha, aloha, aloha. Just hello, goodbye, hello, goodbye, hello, goodbye at all times. Yeah. You say goodbye and I, I say shalom. Shalom, <laughs> shalom, shalom, uh, shalom. So, yeah, that's basically shalom, like that's. Shalom. Essentially, Shalom, where we Shalom. left off, and uh, I'm I. This is one like last week we were saying the Cavallari show and like the Kardashians. I watched because a quick Kardashian update. Last week's episode sucked. Yeah, fucking we sucked. We, we have to get into it. That can be for another time. We'll save it. But basically, the the whole storyline was that Kim uh, wanted to be a mortician. So. This is I know yeah, that's a real thing, it, right? There's there's no way that's a fake thing. Yeah. just made up for the show. They're just like they're just like Kim, do something weird this week. Okay, I'll I'll do the makeup on dead bodies. Made no fucking sense. Uh, can you talk more about the plot for a second of the card keeping up with the Kardashians? Yeah. Well, the other thing that they did was uh, they had um, what's coming out of that phone. I <laughs> the um, uh, Chris was trying to get Chloe uh, fattened up to like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh god and uh i think i think that's her show <laughs> i think that's the show uh i'm at mike coscarelli on instagram and twitter you can find me there justin i'm at justin perez on twitter and at the fart box on instagram and you can also go over to our show's instagram page where we post a lot of really funny memes that are relatable to your demographic ladies <laughs> It's uh, shit my GF. GF makes me watch at shit my GF makes me watch. Go find it there. We have a Twitter too, but I don't think we've used it once yet. I've used it a couple times. Okay, well, been posting stuff. Just look up shit my girlfriend makes me watch on either platform, and you'll find the shit. That's my absolutely right. Makes me watch. And uh, the other thing, guys, go ahead and let us know um, what you guys want us to watch. Obviously, we hit on Shaws of Sunset this week. That's something that I hope that you guys are watching because I want to keep talking about it because it's fucking great. Uh, the Cavallari show has been very disappointing so far, even though I love her. The Kardashians. Oh, very quickly, very quickly. Yeah. We um, we were at Guys We Fest. We were, yes. Uh, a cool thing that uh, Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson 
set up where all the money went to new alternatives yes. and uh, reproductive health services for women and uh, as opposed to for men. Yes. Uh, and it was great, great big festival. We met some people. We were recognized by some people. Yes. Uh, and we got a couple of in-person recommendations. Uh, somebody asked me. Uh, let's see. Asked. Asked me uh what did they write uh i think 90 day fiance was one of them 90 day fiance that's right and are you the one are you the one these are the two people we have steffi boz on instagram said that to us she said are you the one is the one that we should watch and uh somebody else what is her name well the main point is we have fans <laughs> oh and uh, candace underscore 1189 says I expect to hear a very detailed review on 90 Day Fiance. Okay. Before the 90 days. All right. Well, so, we'll get uh, on that. Yeah. We'll work on that in the God future. God knows we need something for next week because the <laughs> fucking Kardashians are not going to supply it for us. God, I hate them. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, you're going to email our show also. What is the email here, Justin? The Whipped Boys at the Gmail. The Whipped Boys. What are, who are we? With the Whipped Boys. Uh, send your emails over there. We would love to listen to whatever you guys uh, uh, got. You can even send advice to us. We don't ask for advice. We don't care. We're we're, we're your boyfriends. All right. We'll give you whatever advice you need, um, and we'll watch whatever shows you want us to watch within reason. And um, we hope you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and leave a five star review, um, comment. Um, no, you don't comment. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>